Spend your lunchtime with Pamela Joyce. Today FM. I am delighted to be chatting to Brit Award winner, multi-billion streamed artist and eater of rice, Mabel. Welcome to the show, Mabel. <laughs> How are you? Sorry I've interrupted your lunch. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I literally was just saying that I was um, yeah, shoveling rice uh, down my throat and then realised that I was five minutes late and I hate being late. And I was like, I'm so sorry. A woman after my own heart. I love it. Um, does it feel weird when you hear someone describe you as a multi-billion streamed artist you're going to say I was a multi-billionaire I was like oh, what? <laughs> oh god love that for me might go take a nap um, yeah multi-billion streamed artist I mean insane it's a bit it's a bit crazy isn't it I'm oh like, my god wait, I'm, I'm like me who um, yeah I mean incredible obviously like just being able to speak to people through my music and like people resonating with it, like what I've always dreamt of doing. So, um, I know you have a new album coming out in July. What can we expect? Uh, so the album's called uh, About Last Night. It's out July 15th. And, uh, you know, it, it's all about the last couple of years. And I wanted to tell the story as if it was one night out in this kind of like fantasy dream house party that was both dark but also fun and it's a place that everyone is invited to also like I felt like an outsider so much in my life and so I'm like it's the fantasy house party that doesn't have um, a weird bouncer that tells you you can't come in wearing a certain outfit I'm like come in be who you are be unapologetic about it and that's it I love it it's inclusive not exclusive we are all invited to party uh, with Mabel I love this You've lived in Spain, London, Sweden, obviously, and you work between London and LA, but you've le- you've recently bought a house in London. Um, how are you getting on? Have you furnished it? Have you, are you, do you feel at home? I feel at home now. Yeah. I do. Um, you know, it, it's like, it's one of those things. It's probably the thing I'm the most proud of in life, and I feel like I'll be, like, changing things and tweaking things, like, probably forever. Um, but I'm so proud and... Uh, Finally, like, you know, I have a sofa now. <laughs> <laughs> and your doggies? And my doggies, they were just in here. Well, I assume Gus isn't in the house with you, but, um, and Gus. <laughs> and Gus, who is my Irish horse, you know, because I'm very proud. Of, but he's a Connemara. Yeah. And uh, he's the best thing ever. I wish he could live in the house. <laughs> I'd say you do. <laughs> I really, I really wish. He's so cuddly. Oh, you love animals then. I really do. I find them really therapeutic. Like, I think that... Like, they make you present. Do you know what mm. I mean? They remind you of little things, like just taking care of yourself because you have to take care of them. And um, I think my parents were quite nervous when I said I was getting a dog because I've literally never been able to keep a plant alive. <laughs> um, I'm a notorious plant killer. You were saying that you find your animals quite therapeutic and you've spoken about um, finding, you know, your online presence quite overwhelming at times because of, you know nasty people I suppose is the best way to describe it um, Do you have you stepped away from that a little bit and kind of just looking at your animals a bit more than your screen on your phone or you know it, it, did that have a big part to play with that because it's a lot to deal with it's really really difficult to deal with that I did for a while like definitely need to take a, a little break I feel like I'm stronger now and I know mm. better than like you know you go looking for negative comments you're going to find them because there's always somebody that has an opinion um, but my family have been really good at reminding me that like the positives always outweigh the negatives and also like I'm incredibly blessed to be able to do what I do like so blessed and that's one of the things that comes with it and so it was something that I needed to work on within myself like I think 
you're obviously not in a good place when those things are resonating with you when mm. somebody says something bad and you're kind of believing it so those are more the things that I've been working on and now I'm just like there's so much positive about social media as well that like I get to speak to my fans like in so many ways like they're my best friends like they know me better than anybody Speaking of your family there and and, and your Again, you know, the, the best, I think, comeback to Annie Trollby, multi-billion streamed artist. I mean, to hell with the haters. You're doing it. And it's no That's surprise great. that you have that in you because for people who don't know, your mom is Nina Cherry. Exactly. And exactly. I only realised in the last few days that makes your uncle Eagle Eye Cherry. <laughs> I had never made the connection. That That's so cool. Yeah, he, was, he was actually here staying at my new house quite recently. <laughs> Obviously, you're, you're, you were bound to grow up musical. You were bound to be talented. It was written in the stars, you know? I mean, yeah, I guess so. Like, it was around me. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it was normal. I was just like, okay, cool. People are creating things. Like, mm. let me, you know, see what happens. And, and yeah, I mean, it's so cliche. I wish that I'd, I'd been like, oh, do you know what? I actually want to, like, go to law school or whatever. But, you know, that, that didn't happen. Um, <laughs> not for me. I'm um, staying school, kids. Um, but, yeah, I... I, you know, just wanted to do music. And I think that I always say to people, like, if my parents were lawyers and then I ended up being a lawyer, like, people wouldn't really care. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's just like you grow up with certain things and it kind of influences you. And and they've been amazing. Like, just as parents, they're such, like, funny um, stage parents now. They come to everything. You're in ears in, okay. And, like... (laughs) Oh, they're so proud of you. I love that. You've talked about your wigs before and you've, (laughs) you named them. (laughs) Can you tell me about that? Oh, okay. So (laughs) when me and my hairstylist, um, like decide on looks, we always decide like, hey, yeah, just like uh, some kind of personality that goes with her. So we have like a pink candy. There's a bob wig called V, Veronica. There's Sasha, who's a spy. There is Mermaid. She's the blue one. Oh my god, I loved her. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, there's literally millions of names. There's Sabrina, um, blonde one. Actually, me and Sabrina, we had a falling out because um, I wore her when my first album came out, like the week of release, and um, I he like had sewed me into the wig, which sometimes you do. So you're like glue down the front of the wig, and then you're like sew as well. And uh, I couldn't, I couldn't get her off. And uh, Rudo, my hairstylist, had gone away, and like literally nobody could get this wig off. And like my lace at the front of the wig was like hanging off, and like it really needed a wash. And I literally couldn't get it off. So like for three days, Sabrina um, was stuck to your head with like hats on it, and underneath it looked shocking. It was so bad. And eventually, we managed to get the stitches undone, and the glue at the sides wouldn't come undone. And we realised um, he was like, you need like alcohol like rubbing alcohol to get it off Oof. And we did we didn't have any so um and my friends called vodka on my head which was um extremely glamorous <laughs> i would say bernie like bernie uh, did it burn a bit horrible <laughs> it was it was horrible oh that's so I funny stank, like i'd been in a rave for about like four days and um, I, can, I can imagine you calling your friends help me sabrina stuck to my head Sabrina isn't even Sabrina the Teenage Witch. She's just a witch. I was like, she needs to go. Just to let you know, Mabel, that every guest on the show must enter the pressure cooker. Pamela's pressure cooker. So it's a fun getting to know you style quiz. There's 60 seconds on the clock. There are no wrong, wrong answers, none. It's just a bit of crack. 
And um, we'll toss up your score and we'll see how you stand on our leaderboard. And our current leader, I'd like to say it's Lizzo, but she was overthinking um, her answers. But it's actually Sam Fender and George Ezra with a score of 10. So we're going to see how Mabel gets on in the pressure cooker. Are we ready? Yeah, let's go. Okay, if you were a superhero, what would be your superpower? I would fly. Excellent. Uh, Who's the most famous person in your phone book? Uh, Maya Jama. Ooh. Uh, what reality TV show do you think you could win? Uh, ooh. Um, ooh. Ah. Ooh. <laughs> ah. Ah. I don't know. All of them. I, yes. I <laughs> Woo. Uh, which Disney character do you identify most with? Moana. If you could only eat the same meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Just. Arabiata, like spicy tomato pasta sauce, like garlic bread. Italian, definitely. Lovely. If you weren't in your current career, what would you be doing? I'd be a show jumper. I'd, I'd be in the question. Yourself and Gus. Uh, do an Irish accent. <laughs> Does everybody go top of the morning? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. I was told we're, oh, you got a score of seven. But I don't think that's your fault, Mabel. I was chatting too much in between the answers. <laughs> Sorry. But you did well. I enjoyed every second of it. <laughs> thank you so much. And thank you so much for joining us today. Um, good luck with the album. We can't wait to hear it. Thank you, Mabel. Bye. Spend your lunchtime with Pamela Joyce. Today FM.